Hi. Hello. My name is Rex, and I suffer from MS. I have, I guess, for 30 years. It's really kind of hard to say because um, my military medical records show that I had it back in 95. So it's been a long time. It was kind of kind of anticlimactic when I was told that I had it. Um, we were my wife and I were driving in, in our car and the phone call came in and it was the doctor and he said, "Do you know you have MS?" And I said, "No." And that was that was how I found out. So it wasn't exactly a good experience, but it wasn't terrible either. So I guess when you have something like that, as long as you do, I did, it kind of becomes part of your life and you learn to live with it. But I think at the last couple of years before I actually stopped working, it had become terrible and made my life a lot harder. One thing that I can really be honest about is MS definitely affects the way you feel. I know that my doctor told me that it doesn't have a mental effect on you, and that is absolutely wrong. It exhausts you. It, uh, it puts you in a situation where you're just so done and so through, and it's depressing. So it definitely does have a, a mental side to your how you respond to life. And it's really hard when people say that it doesn't. Um, those last couple years for me were were terrible. Um, I lost a job and I still really don't know why I lost it. I mean, I know that I had something to do with it. Um, but the truth is the decisions that were made, I don't know. I really, I really don't know. I know that. Yeah. When they actually gave me a, a, uh, a sleep apnea test, I was waking up 70 times a minute. The doctor said it was probably one of the worst things he'd ever seen. So I wasn't sleeping. And that also has a terrible effect on you. When, you, when you're not sleeping, it has a horrible, horrible effect on you. I can remember driving to work every day and just hoping that, that somebody would hit me. It was really bad. So, yeah, I mean, MS definitely does have a tough effect on you mentally as well as physically. So don't ever let anybody let don't ever let anybody tell you it doesn't. And you should reach out and talk to somebody that understands. Uh, a lot of people don't and they they won't. So you should reach out and talk to somebody that understands. <laughs> there at the end before I actually got diagnosed, I was having some really weird problems with my eyes. And I kept going into, well, I thought it was work-related. 
I was working in this place that had a really heavy chemical, uh, chemical environment. And my eyes kept really, really getting bad. And, uh, so I asked to go to the doctor and it turned into a workers comp thing. My first ever workers comp thing. And of course, workers comp is absolutely horrible. Just, they think you're faking no matter what. And it, I, I, here I'm a manager and engineer. I'm not going to, I'm not going to do that. So they end up sending me to this guy and he can't find anything wrong. And I keep going back to him and the workers comp lady's like, you know, I'm not, we're not going to pay for this anymore. And the guy keeps telling me, well, I can't find anything wrong. And he's just gets ruder and ruder and ruder. And eventually it actually, it went away after I left, I left the plant, but I had a little rest in between that job and the next job. And I, I truly think that it was MS related. So it, it's hard. It, it's, it's a really hard place to be. So don't ever let anybody tell you that MS doesn't affect your mental state. So one of the things that I have always done most of my life is I've, I have exercised. I've always had some kind of exercise routine involved in my life. There have been periods that I didn't when I was just so depressed and so beat down that I, I just didn't. Uh, but exercise is a real important thing with MS. And of course, you, you can't really let yourself get too hot. So you kind of have to pick and choose your exercise routines. Um, I do a lot of swimming now. Um, so, but yeah, you really need to kind of focus on exercise. It's hard to decide what to do and how to do it and how long to do it. Because at least with me, you're always kind of on this, uh, you're like a battery, right? Uh, how long can I go before I'm totally exhausted? Because you know you're going to hit that point that you're just done. So uh, I, I know that everybody has that, but it's different. It's like a crash where you just you've got to go to bed for a little while. You have to lay down. So that's kind of a kind of a tough thing. Uh, sometimes. Uh, if you actually have like just horrible, severe muscle cramps and they're just locking up, I know I have those forcing myself to exercise, to move is, is like a mental, I don't know. It's, it's a, it's a mental chess game. You know, I've always kind of played that, that with myself because in the beginning, uh, 30 plus years ago, when I got out of the Navy, my left arm, my left leg gave me trouble. And they just, you know, they just said, oh, well, it's part of your, I fell off a gun mount in the Navy and I had had a brain injury, but they didn't explain that to me. Nobody explained that to me. So my left arm, my left leg were giving me trouble. And it was really hard to use my left hand, especially. And my left leg, you know, you drag it around a little bit, but it wasn't terrible. But my left hand was just always a clump of, and a lot in a lot of pain. So uh, 
I always kind of had to play this mental game anyway, where I was trying really hard to not, not let that affect the way that I did business and the way I lived. I would have, I would also have these excruciating headaches. Uh, when they first came on, I was still in the military and there was nothing, there was nothing that I could do that would actually stop those headaches. They were just, uh, well, I mean, over, over the years, I learned that I learned at least how to control them. I mean, pain is one of those things. I think MS people, it's one of those things that, that they don't tell people with MS that you're going to experience because we actually experience quite a bit of it. And uh, no matter what they give you, it doesn't really seem to help. And then nobody gave me anything for 30 years or longer. But the truth is if you, there are ways that you can use your mind to, uh, to at least, fool yourself or limit the amount of pain that you're in. Um, so I, I would, I would play games with my, my mind at least, you know, uh, you can relax. There's relaxation techniques that I used. Uh, and during those relaxation techniques, I would focus on those, those issues and learn how to separate myself from them as much as I could. And uh, that seemed to work pretty good. Um, now, sometimes, you know, those headaches, I still get them, but uh, um, <laughs> they're not any fun. I, I hope I hope if there's somebody with MS listening to me, you understand what I'm talking about. The leg cramps, they're horrible. Uh, the muscle issues, you know, all that stuff rolled into one. It's It's not a pleasant, it's not a pleasant thing, but it's survivable. So one of the hardest things for me is when I had to give up my job, I had worked so many years to build up a career. <clears throat> I'd started as a high school dropout, joined the military and then built up a career as a uh, plan engineer and a maintenance manager. And I got to the point where I was building plants and designing production lines and I mean, doing stuff that was just well above what somebody like me uh, would could have or should have been able to do, but I, I I got a chance to do it, and then to be knocked down, the MS to just take it all away, it was really rough, and I went through like two years of just horrible depression. I mean, uh, worse than worse than just about anything I've ever dealt with. And I'm not a depression kind of guy. I, I'm really not. Um, I've been knocked down a lot before. Uh, when I, when I got kicked out of the military because of, uh, <clears throat> they called it post concussive syndrome because of, uh, my headaches and my arm and my leg that they didn't tell me exactly what was going on. That was rough, you know? So you're, you're just kicked out. You don't have a job. You don't know what to do. You don't know where you're going. You have, I had five kids at the time and they're like, okay, bye. That was hard. That was really, really hard. Um, that, you just kind of, I had to kind of reinvent myself like right away. That was, 
wow. But uh, I did it. You know, I mean, th- there are those times in your life that you just absolutely have to look back and go, okay, well, I'm going to make this happen no matter what. And you do it. I mean, you roll with the punches. If I had known back then that I was dealing with MS, then I probably wouldn't have gone into the career that I did. Um, I went into the, the, the job that I had or went into was just absolutely the hottest, most stressful situation you can imagine. Uh, but, uh, I, you know, that's what I did. So it, it's kind of a key thing to get diagnosed early. Uh, I, if you're having some really weird situations, uh, in your life and you really can't explain it, you, you should really get with your doctor and try to find out what it is. Sometimes your doctors, they, they just won't, they're, they're not going to pay attention to you. I know mine, mine didn't. Of course, I was in the military and they just didn't care. It, it wasn't really that it really wasn't that they they weren't paying attention. They had a lot of other guys to take care of. And I just was one guy, one blip and a whole bunch of them. And it just wasn't that big a deal. But to them anyway, but to me, it was everything. And uh <laughs> And I really didn't get put out of the military like you should be put out of the military. I should have had a uh, an exit interview, and they should have told me how how to go. And there should have been a, a, a um, explanation of my disability. I had a you know I had like a thirty percent when I got out. It changed to ten percent after a while. But there should have been explanations about that, about how how there was schooling there that I could have taken. But now, nah, man, it was just like, boom, you're gone. There was no communication. That was just horrible. But again, that's life. You know, life does that to you. So you have to kind of learn to evolve and change with the kicks. Um, MS makes that hard. It really does. In the end, I ended up with this doctor at the, at Bethesda. Um, she was, I, I don't even know how to explain it. She was, uh, uh, not very, uh, she had terrible bedside manner. I guess that's what you would call it. And she had very little concern for my well being. And in the end, I think it was her that led to my abrupt removal of surface and they had done a test it's called a evoked potential and it had come back positive but uh, she just put a small blurb in my my medical record which is one of the things that, that came back positive and anyway and so i think she was the one that actually uh led to my abrupt removal of service but years later af- actually after i had been diagnosed 30 plus years later I, I looked her up and she's actually on uh, YouTube talking about interrogative medicine and how how the, the, the Chinese way and how you can control your own mind and how, you know, no, nothing in your brain is is actually a, a disease. And and I found out that she had had her uh, medical license suspended or something at some point in time and 
uh, you know, so I don't know. And I actually do believe that, that, that there are, you can use your mind to limit the amount of pain and that you, that you feel and, and you have to use, you have to find ways to motivate yourself. Otherwise, uh, otherwise it's, it's over. It, it really is without some kind of motivation. It's over. Uh, sometimes, sometimes, uh, sometimes I wonder though, if, uh, sometimes I wonder if, if I had found, if it was somebody else, if it would have ended up different, but you know, again, dwelling on the past is dwelling on the past. So I just wanted to give you guys a baseline of where I'm coming from. I want to take this podcast and I want to look at the different aspects of MS and how it affects you and how it affects everybody. Because I got to tell you, MS in your life is just, it's horrible, but it doesn't have to be. And with the right communication and the right, right group of people and the right support, you can live a decent life. Um, even when it's really bleak, you don't have to live in this, this shell. Um, you, you can live a decent life. There, there are ways that you can experience life that is outside of what MS does to you. So those are things that I want to talk out, talk about and explore, uh, during this, during the course of this podcast. Um, we, as a group, there are a lot of us now, uh, are affected every day by this stuff. And nobody really understands but us, how it affects us. So I would like to talk about that and get it out. Um, so um, I'm going to have some open forums and some discussions. And I would hope that people would want to discuss back. Um, my email is penlandgordon at yahoo.com. Please email me and hopefully this turns into something good. I'm going to sign off and I'll do more uh, probably in the next couple days. Thank you very much.